أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation In this episode we're going to speak about the account Al-Hisab And the idea that we will have to account for all of our deeds And that there is a consequence for everything that we do That we will not be able to avoid is an important idea when it comes onto our understanding of how to behave in this world. When we know that we can never get away with something completely, even if we are able to get away from it in this world, then that creates an important mindset, where we are always concerned with our actions. We are always concerned with the outcome of our actions. We realize that anything that we do, whether it be good or whether it be bad, is something that we will be taken to account for. So there is nothing that we do of good except that it is rewarded and there is nothing that we do of bad except that it is deserving of punishment. So the recommendation within our literature is to understand this idea and then practically implement it within our lives. And we do that by taking ourselves to account before the time of account. And the inculcation of this idea into our mindset is something that is extremely important in Islamic culture. Because when we think we can really get away with something and that we won't have to face a consequence, then we will be much more willing to commit unethical acts or acts that are in truth bad for us. As we saw in the episode on prohibition, the philosophy of prohibited acts is that they are only prohibited because they are bad for us. So when we see people easily committing haram, people easily committing prohibited acts, or ourselves maybe we easily commit prohibited acts, then what that is indicative of is that we haven't really understood the fact that we will have to account for those deeds. We haven't really understood the price tag of those deeds. Or perhaps we don't have faith in the fact that we will have to actually account for it. The first subsection in Mizan al-Hikmah speaks about the day of account. The Holy Prophet is reported to have said, Truly right now you live the day of action with no accounting therein. And very soon you will live the day of accounting with no action therein. So it is important for us to realize that we are in a place of opportunity, that we are able to act, but the full consequence of that action is something that is hidden from us. However, a day will come where the consequence will be plain in front of us and there will be nothing that we can do about it. And so the Muslim takes the opportunity in the world to commit as many good actions as they can and to seek as much close proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as they can for the day that they will see the full result of those actions. Imam Ali is reported to have said, Accountability will come before the punishment and the reward will come after the account. So it is after the account that we are rewarded and punished. The next subsection speaks about the enjoyment of accounting for oneself. In the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O you who have faith, be wary of Allah, and let every soul consider what it sends ahead for tomorrow, and be wary of Allah. Allah is indeed well aware of what you do. So a believer should be aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be aware that he knows every single thing that passes through the mind of the human being and every action that they commit. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is fully aware of the human being in all of his aspects. And everything that a person does is recorded. And therefore, a person must consider carefully what they are sending ahead for themselves. The Holy Prophet sallallahu is reported to have said, Take account of yourselves before you are held to account. 
and evaluate them before you are held for evaluation and prepare yourselves for the greatest exposure. And this is something that is very rational. Whenever we know we're going to face something, it is normal to try and practice before we end up in that situation. So for example, if we have an important presentation, it is normal for us to try and practice that presentation and imagine ourselves actually presenting that material. And we evaluate our performance and we decide to improve it or we decide to drop something from our presentation and so on and so forth. And in the same way, our own lives are in need of such practice. Because the day of judgment and the day of reckoning is such an important event, it only makes sense that we prepare ourselves for it. It only makes sense that we ask ourselves really what the outcome of that event will be. We look at our actions and we modify them, we try and improve them, so that we don't turn up to the day of resurrection and become shocked at the outcome. Imam Ali is reported to have said, Restrict your lower selves by holding them accountable and control them by opposing them. So here are two of the most important advices for the combat with the self and the development of a person's personality. And that is to put boundaries on the lower self by holding it to account. The lower self is like a child. If you allow that child to run wild, then you shouldn't be surprised by the destruction that it causes. However, in order for the child itself to thrive, it needs certain boundaries. It is not that you're limiting your freedom. It is that out of your free choice, you're deciding to set some limits. And with those limits, the soul is able to develop. And it will not cause the destruction that it would have caused if it was just left to its own devices. So a person should restrict their soul by taking it to account. In the same way that we restrict the behavior of a child by showing them the natural consequence of their action. If they make a mess, then we make them clean it up so that they understand that they can't just go around making a mess. So in the same way, when our souls push us to do a deed that is not correct, we should take our soul to account and not allow it to continue doing acts such as those. And the way to control yourself is to oppose it. Meaning that when that desire to do something wrong is very strong or is even there at all, then the way to control that desire is by opposing it, is to not give in to it. And then over time, with such a practice, the soul itself changes its desires. It no longer desires those things that it pushes you towards. And this is something that anybody who has been on a diet or on a health program can easily identify with. Sometimes there are certain foods that are not healthy for us. But while we are in the habit of eating them, the desire to eat them is very strong. However, if a person resists that desire, even for a few days, then it is almost as if we forget that we even desired those things in the first place. And so this is how to control the lower self. It is to oppose it. Imam Zain al-Abidin is reported to have said, O son of Adam, you will continue to thrive as long as you are the admonisher of yourself and as long as accounting for yourself is one of your concerns. So as you can see here, in order to be successful, we have to admonish ourselves and account for ourselves. This is a secret of success. Because when we allow ourselves to run wild, it will only cause destruction. This is the nature of the human being's lower self. And so in the same way perhaps it is painful for a child to have limitations and boundaries, those limitations and boundaries are needed for their success and are needed for them to thrive in other aspects of their personality. Imam al-Kadhim is reported to have said, The one who does not take account of himself every single day is not one of us. And when he performs a good deed, 
he should ask Allah to enable him to do more. And when he commits an evil deed, he must ask Allah's forgiveness and repent for it. So the language of this hadith is such that it expresses the importance of doing one's own self-accounting. Because when one does not do that, then Imam Kazim says that this is not one of us. This is not somebody who is taking the path of religion the way it's supposed to be taken. Religion is not just a collection of rituals, but it is a path towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a path towards the beloved. And at the essence of that is the issue of the rectification of the soul. It is only through the rectification of the soul that we can conform to the boundaries that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has laid out for us. And we can avoid evil in the situations that we feel the strongest desire to commit those evils. And also in this hadith, Imam al-Kazim advises that when we do a good deed, we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to do more. And when we commit an evil deed, at that point we should seek forgiveness. Because as we saw in the episodes on repentance, repenting and seeking forgiveness is one of those things that wipes the slate clean. So in this way we have wiped the slate clean before the time when we are taken to account for it. And again, if we take the example of the child, the same way that we would accept the apology of a child when they sincerely mean to reform their ways, so too our repentance is accepted when it is sincere. However, when we know a child is just paying lip service and they are not really sorry for what they're doing, but rather they're intending to continue that act, then we are much more hesitant to accept that repentance. And that is why repentance, as we saw, is explained as that feeling of regret. The next subsection speaks about the fruit of taking account of oneself. Imam Ali is reported to have said, He who takes account of his soul will understand his defects and know his sins. He will repent for his sins and amend the defects. So this is the fruit, that a person is able to actually practically improve themselves day upon day as they account for their own actions, as they judge their own selves. It is in a person's benefit to practice this. It is in a person's benefit to take account of themselves and to improve themselves and get rid of their defects, as well as ask for forgiveness for their sins before they have to actually face a punishment for those sins. Imam Ali salam is also reported to have said, He who takes account of his self profits. He who neglects it is at a loss. And he who fears will be safe. And of course this is self-explanatory according to what we've already explained. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, He who takes account of his self prospers. Inshallah in the next episode we will continue on the topic of the account. وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين